Hare Krishna everyone, so we're back with the Path of Perfection by His Divine Grace, Srila A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada. This is Shravanam Diaries podcast. Welcome, I'm your host Suladita Devidasi. And today is actually Gaura Purnima, which is the appearance day of Lord Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And it so happens that today we will be reading about him. So stay tuned and stay focused and don't miss when we will be glorifying Lord Gauranga Mahaprabhu. So, Krishna consciousness is not rendered with some motive in mind. The devotees are not serving Krishna in order that he supply them this or that. For a devotee, there is no scarcity. One should not think that by becoming Krishna conscious, one becomes poor. No, if Krishna is there, everything is there. Because Krishna is everything. But this does not mean that we should try to conduct business with Krishna, demanding, Krishna, give me this, give me that. Krishna knows better than we do, and he knows our motives. A child does not make demands of his parents, saying, Dear father, give me this, give me that. Since the father knows his child's necessities, there is no need for the child to ask. Similarly, it is not a very good idea to ask God to give us this or that. Why should we ask? If God is all-knowing and all-powerful, He knows our wants, our necessities and can supply them. This is confirmed in the Vedas. Eko bahunam yo vidadhati kaman Quote, the single one, almighty God, is supplying all necessities to millions and trillions of living entities. Therefore, we should not demand anything of God because our demands are already met. The supplies are already there. We should simply try to love Krishna, love God. Even cats and dogs are receiving their necessities without going to church and petitioning God. If a cat or a dog receives its necessities without making demands, why should the devotee not receive what he needs? Therefore, we should not demand anything from God, but should simply try to love Him. Then everything will be fulfilled and we will have attained the highest platform of yoga. We can actually see how the various parts of the body serve the body. If I have an itch, the fingers immediately scratch. If I want to see something, the eyes immediately look. If I want to go somewhere, the legs immediately take me. As I receive service from the different parts of my body, God receives service from all parts of His creation. God is not meant to serve. 
If the limbs of the body serve the entire body, the parts of the body automatically receive energy. Similarly, if we serve Krishna, we automatically receive all necessities, all energy. Srimad Bhagavatam confirms that we are all parts and parcels of the Supreme. If a part of the body cannot regularly render service, it gives pain to the body. And if a person does not render service to the Supreme Lord, he is simply giving pain and trouble to the Supreme Lord. Therefore, such a person has to suffer. Just as a criminal, criminal has to suffer when he does not abide by the laws of the state. Such a criminal may think, I am a very good man, but because he is violating the laws of the state, he is giving the government trouble, and consequently the government puts him in prison. When living entities give the Supreme Lord trouble, the Lord comes, collects them together, and puts them in this material world. In essence, he says, You live here. You are all disturbing the creation. Therefore, you are criminals and have to live in this material world. Sthanad brashtah patanyadhah Quote, one falls from his constitutional position, one falls down from his constitutional position. Unquote. If a finger is diseased, it has to be amputated, lest it pollute the entire body. Having rebelled against the principles of God consciousness, we are cut off from our original position. We have fallen. In order to regain our original position, we must resume rendering service unto the Supreme Lord. That is the perfect cure. Otherwise, we will continue to suffer pain and God will suffer pain because of us. If I am a father and my son is not good, I suffer and my son suffers also. Similarly, we are all sons of God and when we cause pain to God, we are also pained. The best course is to revive our original Krishna consciousness and engage in the Lord's service. That is, that is our natural life and that is possible in the spiritual sky. Galoka Vrindavana The word avajananti actually means to neglect. This means thinking, what is God? I am God. Why should I serve God? Why should I serve God? This is just like a criminal thinking. What is this government? I can manage my own affairs. I don't care for the government. This is called avajananti. We may speak in this way, but the police department is there to punish us. 
Similarly, material nature is here to punish us with the threefold miseries. These miseries are meant for those rascals who avajananti, who don't care for God, or who take the meaning of God cheaply, saying, I am God, you are God. Thus, the general progress of yoga is gradual. First, one practices karma yoga, which refers to ordinary fruitive activity. Ordinary activities include sinful activities, but karma yoga excludes such activities. Karma yoga refers only to good, pious activities or those actions which are prescribed. After performing karma yoga, one comes to the platform of jnana yoga, knowledge. From the platform of knowledge, one attains to this Ashtanga Yoga, the eightfold yoga system, Dhyana, Dharana, Pranayama, Asana, etc. And from Ashtanga Yoga, as one concentrates on Vishnu, one comes to the point of Bhakti Yoga. Bhakti Yoga is the perfectional stage. And if one practices Krishna consciousness, one attains the stage from the very beginning. That is the direct root. If one practices Jnana Yoga and thinks that he has attained the ultimate, he is mistaken. He has to make further progress. If we are on a staircase, and have to reach the top floor, which is the hundredth floor. We are mistaken if we think we have arrived when we are on the thirteenth floor. As stated before, the whole yoga system may be likened to a staircase connecting or linking us to God. In order to attain the Supreme, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, we must go to the highest platform, and that is Bhakti Yoga. Now here it comes. But why walk up all these steps if we have a chance to take an elevator? By means of an elevator we can reach the top in a matter of seconds. Bhakti Yoga is this elevator the direct process by which we can reach the top in a matter of seconds. We can go step by step following all the other yoga systems, or we can go directly. Since in this age of Kali Yuga, people have short lifespans and are always disturbed and anxious. Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu Kijai. Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, by His causeless mercy, have given us the elevator by which we can come immediately to the platform of Bhakti Yoga. That direct means is the chanting of Hare Krishna. And that is the special gift of Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Therefore, Rupa Goswami always respects 
offers respect to Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Namo Mahavadanyaya Krishna Prema Pradayate Chaitanya Charitamrita Madhya 19.53 Quote Oh, you are the most munificent incarnation because you are directly giving love of Krishna. To attain pure love of Krishna, one has to pass through so many stages of yoga. But you are giving this love directly. Therefore, you are the most munificent. Unquote. As stated in the 18th chapter of Bhagavad Gita, 18.55 Bhaktiamam abhijanati yavan yashchashmi tatvataha tatumam tatvato gyatva vishati tadanantaram Quote One can understand the Supreme Personality as He is only by devotional service. And when one is in full consciousness of the Supreme Lord by such devotion, he can enter into the kingdom of God." Unquote. In the other yoga systems, there must be a mixture of bhakti. But bhakti yoga is unadulterated devotion. It is service without a motive. Generally, people pray with some motive in mind, but we should pray only for further engagement in devotional service. Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has taught us that when we pray, we should not pray for anything material. In the beginning, we cited Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's perfect prayer. Nadanam Najanam Nasundarim Kavitamba Jagadisha Kaumaye Mamajan Mani Jan Manishvare Bhavatad Bhaktirahai Tuki Tvai Chitanya Charitamrita Antya 20.29 Shikshashtakam Prayers Verse 4 Quote O Almighty Lord, I have no desire to accumulate wealth, nor do I desire to enjoy beautiful women, nor do I want any number of followers. What I want only is the causeless mercy of your devotional service in my life, birth after birth." Unquote. In this verse, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu addresses the Supreme Lord as Jagadisha. Jagat means universe and Isha means controller. The Supreme Lord is the controller of the universe, and this can be understood by anyone. Therefore, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu addresses the Supreme Lord as Jagadisha, instead of Krishna or Rama. In the material world, we find so many controllers. So, it is logical that there is a controller of the entire universe. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu does not pray for wealth, followers or beautiful women because these are material requests. Usually people want to be 
very great leaders within this material world. Someone tries to become a very rich man like Ford or Rockefeller. Or someone else tries to become president or some great leader that many thousands of people will follow. These are all material demands. Give me money, give me followers, give me a nice wife. Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu refuses to make such materialistic requests. He frankly says, I don't want any of these things. He even says, Mama Janmani Janmanishwari. That is, he's not even asking for liberation. Just as the materialists have their demands, the yogis demand liberation. But Chaitanya Mahaprabhu does not want anything of this nature. Then why is he a devotee? Why is he worshipping Krishna? Quote, I simply want to engage in your service, birth after birth. He does not even pray for an end to birth, old age, disease and death. There are no demands whatsoever. For this is the highest platform, the stage of Bhakti Yoga. Jai. Mm -hmm. Chanting Hare Krishna is also asking the Lord, Please engage me in your service. That is the mantra given by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu himself. Hare refers to the energy of the Lord, and Krishna and Rama are names for the Lord Himself. When we chant Hare Krishna, we are asking Krishna to please engage us in His service. This is because our entire material disease is due to our having forgotten to serve God. In illusion we are thinking, I am God. What is the other God that I have to serve? I myself am God. Ultimately, that is the only disease, the last snare of illusion. First of all, a person tries to be Prime Minister, President, Rockefeller, Ford, this and that, and when one fails or attains such a post and is still unhappy, he wants to become God. That is like becoming an even, even higher president. When I understand that the presidency does not afford me eternal bliss and knowledge, I demand, demand the highest presidency. I demand to become God. In any case, the demand is there and this demand is our disease. In illusion. We are demanding to be the highest. But the process of Bhakti Yoga is just the opposite. We want to become servants, servants of the servants of the Lord. There is no question of demanding to become the Lord. We just want to serve. That's all. Haribo! Our original nature is rooted in service and wanting to serve is the crucial test for the devotee. We may not realize this, but in this material world we are also serving. 
If we want to become president, we have to make so many promises to the voters. In other words, the president has to say, I'll give the people my service. Unless he promises to serve his country, there is no question of his becoming president. So even if one is the most exalted leader, his position is to render service. This is very difficult for people to understand. Despite becoming the highest executive in the land, one has to give service to the people. If that service is not given, one is likely to be usurped, fired or killed. In the material world, service is very dangerous. If there is little discrepancy in one's service, one is immediately fired. When the people did not like the service of the President Nixon that he was rendering, they forced him to resign. Some people disagreed with President Kennedy and he was killed. Similarly, in India, Gandhi was also killed by, because he was killed because some people did not like the way he was rendering service. This is always the position in the material world. Therefore, one should be intelligent enough to decide to seize rendering service for material motives. We render service to the Supreme Lord, and that rendering of service is our perfection. We have formed this International Society for Krishna Consciousness in order to teach people what they have forgotten. In this material world we have forgotten the service of Radha Krishna, therefore we have become servants of Maya, the senses. Therefore in this society we are saying, you are serving your senses, now just turn your service to Radha and Krishna and you will be happy. You have to render service either to Maya, illusion, the senses, or to Shri Shri Radha Krishna. Haribo, we're going to stop here for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. The link to this book is in the description. Happy Gaura Purnima, everyone. And let us follow in the footsteps of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, chant Hare Krishna, and practice Bhakti Yoga, and be happy in serving the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Shri Shri Radha Krishna. Haribo. See you next time. See you tomorrow. Haribo.